Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhart will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Thanks so much for being there. 106.1 FM Nash Icon is the spot. Bringing you home each and every week, the afternoon, 4 to 6. Of course, the iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app. Take the show with you anywhere. Free downloads for you. Nash FM 106.1 and ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Our podcast is everywhere. Thank you so much for checking out the podcast. 
We're on the Anchor app, but again, the podcasting platform of your choice, you can check out the program. Just search for Inside New Orleans Show uh, with Eric Asher. This week on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, Sean Vazan of Fox 8 Sports will put a bow on the Saints season. We'll also talk some LSU, Tulane Pelicans. Uh, That is Thursday with our live broadcast on WLAE-TV at 1 p.m. Also live streaming on the WLAE-TV YouTube page at 1 p.m. on Thursday. Then there's a bunch of rebroadcasts for you. I mean, a myriad of ways to check out the program. Uh, 6 p.m. on WLAE-TV every Thursday night. 10 p.m. on The Deuce. That's WLAE-TV 2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television. 10 o'clock, LAE. Uh, Saturday at 2 a.m. on The Deuce, 5 p.m. at Pel- Pelican Sports Television, always at ericasher.com, always at uh, the WLETV YouTube page, and, yes, always on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, and Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. So check it out. Uh, Sean Vazena, Fox 8 Sports, will join us this week. He'll also be with us tomorrow along with celebrity chef Scott Craig, but, again, a little double duty. Mike Triplett joins us from ESPN today. Uh, talking some Saints at uh, 435. Jeff Duncan of uh, Times-Picayune, NOLA.com, and Fox 8 Sports will join us at 535. Uh, talking Saints, but we'll also touch on Pels and LSU uh, if we have some time. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, first of all, uh, congratulations go to the Georgia Bulldogs, who again pulled off a, a great win last night, 33-18 to over Alabama. And uh, we talked about it yesterday. First of all, I said what I said, uh, uh, you know, again, don't ever, uh, don't ever underestimate Saban. Well, maybe I underestimated Georgia. Uh, I've seen Georgia play quite a few times this year. Uh, they've been dominant, again, against lesser opponents. Uh, they got blown out in the SEC championship by Alabama. And uh, this looked like a slugfest early. Uh, but, again, of course, Georgia really kind of breaking it open in the second half. You know, so many great storylines here when you start talking about the Georgia Bulldogs and, and again, the uh, opportunity to win this championship. Again, it starts with Stenson Bennett, again, the walk-on who left and then came back, was, was buried on the depth chart. We all heard about it last night over and over again. He comes in and plays a fantastic second half and, of course, leads them to a championship. Uh, 17 for 26, 224 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, showed a lot of poise. Uh, but the thing that really stuck out to me was, once again, the speed, okay? First of all, the speed of Alabama, the speed of Georgia, okay? But then on the other side, again, the, 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 the ferocity in which, again, Georgia played defense yesterday. Uh, look, we all know about the Georgia defense, right? The Georgia defense was vaunted as, again, the best defense in college football this year. They didn't look that way in the SEC championship against Alabama. Uh, but, again, nevertheless, Kirby Smart went back to the drawing board uh, they had a good plan for Alabama. Look, you could say, okay, Alabama lost their two top receivers. I don't even want to hear those excuses because Alabama reloads every single year. Again, they've got five stars sitting on the bench waiting to come in. Now, I know it's a little different coming in on a national championship game with that big spotlight, but let me tell you something right now. Uh, there's not a lot of drop-off, okay, when you start talking about the players on that roster. Uh, and if there is, shame on Nick Saban. I'm not buying it. Uh, again, they just got outclassed last night by Georgia, who really wanted it more. And I'm telling you, that Georgia defense was incredible. Swarming, uh, big, physical. You look along that defensive line, I- I'm telling you, I was salivating, okay, the possibility of those guys getting into the pros and maybe playing uh, with, again, a fleur de lis on their helmet one day. They are that good. And going up against, again, an, an Alabama offensive line that consistently has been one of the best offensive lines in all of college football. You know, again, normally, again, they, they – uh, have their will with teams they play. I will say this. Kirby Smart watched the LSU film. 
okay? He watched what LSU was able to do to Alabama in a lot of cases. Didn't mimic it all the way, but, again, he took some of, again, what, what, what worked against Alabama with LSU and utilized it in that game last night. You could see that as, as they went forward. But, uh, again, tip of the cap to Georgia. Uh, just, a, just a great game. It was, it was really, again, a, a, I thought it was an entertaining game, even though, again, it was a slugfest early with a lot of defense. But some really spectacular plays by some great athletes. And, again, college football in the books once again with Georgia now, uh, the national champions. Uh, when you're looking forward again, once again, look, I don't want to hear all this anti-SEC stuff. It is what it is, okay? SEC is the best football conference in America, bar none. And, uh, again, even if we get to the point where, again, you're going to eight teams, I would like to see them go to eventually 16 teams. Yes, you'll have some upsets along the way. You can talk about the SEC and bowl games. When you get to the upper echelon, when you get to the cream of the crop, okay, there's no better conference, no better teams than, again, in the SEC. And part of that, again, is, again, the, the juggernaut, the, 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 um, what you have to go through uh, in, in order to be able to get to, get to again, a, uh, a national championship get to a possibility of an SEC championship. Uh, it, is, it is tough. It is tough to go to those stadiums. It's tough to be able to play those teams week in, week out, uh, even against some of the lesser teams. Uh, but it, but when, it all, when it's all said and done, when the dust clears, there's no doubt uh, the SEC is the best conference when it comes to football. Look, you, you can argue about baseball. You can argue about basketball with other conferences. But bar none, when you look at it, the strength of, of college football uh, is, is in the SEC. It was proven again once again last night. Congratulations to Georgia. And, uh, look, I, I said it yesterday. I, I'm not one that hates on Nick Saban. I've said it before, and I'll continue to say it. I am grateful to Nick Saban for resuscitating the LSU program. What he did in terms of, again, um, uh, setting up this program for, for, for Les Miles to win a championship, which ultimately led to, again, Les Miles setting up Ed Ogeron for winning a championship. But it all starts, the genesis of it starts with, again, Nick Saban, the demanding of facilities, upgrading things. Again, uh, uh, bringing this, uh, bringing this uh, uh, program uh, back, back to, again to, to, again, prominence. Uh, it, it, go, it starts and ends with Nick Saban. Uh, and so, again, I will be forever grateful for what Nick Saban did. I don't like, uh, again, the fact that he's in Alabama, but it is what it is. Sometimes, again, hey, you may have married your wife, and at the end of the day, she might marry your best friend. You may not like that either, okay? Does that mean, again, you and your best friend are not hanging uh, uh, anymore? Maybe, maybe not. At the end of the day, to me, uh, I, I respect him. Uh, I, I know it's a tough task every, each and every year to be recruited against him and also, again, to have to play against him. But uh, you, he is the measuring stick for all of college football, and he's the measuring stick, again, within the SEC. So, again, there's nothing. And when you start talking about the situation with, with, um, with, um, with Nick Saban and LSU, look, just get better and beat him. You did it uh, in 19. You can do it again. It comes down to recruiting. One thing that I'm, I'm, I can say about Brian Kelly, out of everybody that was out there in terms of coaches, okay, young coaches, coaches that were retreads, you know, again, he reminded me the most of Nick Saban, how Nick Saban w- was an organized individual, came in, put in his plan, and was able to execute that plan at LSU in a very, very short time, again, turning LSU into an afterthought and into a national championship program. I think Brian Kelly is going to do the same thing. Now, I think the cupboard is probably a little bit more bare than when, when, when Saban came in, and that's saying a lot. You didn't think that coming, coming into the into this uh, in, into um, the, the uh, Kelly era because of, uh, again, all the five-star classes and all the t- big-time classes that Ed Ogeron was able to recruit. But a lot of those guys have defected. 
Some of those guys, again, didn't handle their, their academic, the academic side. And we're going to have to see, again, the transformation of this LSU program. But, again, let's face it. Georgia won. Georgia's the national champions. Again, you tip the cap to them, but the standard when it comes to college football is Alabama and Nick Saban, year in, year out. And that's who you're going to have to match, especially in the SEC West. So, again, I'm, 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 I'm looking forward to seeing what's going to happen over the next two months with the LSU program. I don't think that next year is the year where, again, they, they make big strides, but I'm saying the following year is, is the year where I believe, again, that they'll start to make big strides toward uh, being a contender in the SEC West, which means you're a contender for a national championship. All right, um, I'll tell you what, let's take a quick break here. When I come back, I want to talk a little bit about the New Orleans Saints. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. If you're looking for a company you can trust with your air conditioning system, heating system, maybe a generator for your home or your business, maybe that APCO whole home air, air treatment system that, again, cleans the air in your home or business, especially now, again, with, the, with COVID coming back and, again, a, a new strain and who knows what's going to happen down the line man i'll tell you what just for your customers to be able to again have that apco whole home treatment system or again for your family making sure it's continually cleaning your air in your home again uh, it is a great investment burkhart can do that for you 15 trucks in the field 30 minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business it's burkhart acpromise.com acpromise.com inside new orleans if it's new orleans sports culture food Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it. Weekdays at 4 on 1061 Nash Icon and available online anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Indeed.com. If New Year calls for more hiring, check out Indeed, the all-in-one hiring platform that makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all in one place. Sponsor your first job post today after visiting Indeed.com slash credit. Look out for delays if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway from Stump Boulevard to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. Look out for delays that are steady if you're traveling westbound along the West Bank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. Look out for delays that are steady if you're traveling along the 610 on the eastbound side from just past St. Bernard to the 10610 merge and on the westbound side from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. I'm Ed Robinson broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, Great Southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. 
Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. This is a time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhart will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Ray Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays, that's Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. 504-373-5733. At Church's, we're doing 10 pieces of our crave-worthy comfort made spicy or classic. That's 10 legs and thighs packed with bold flavor. That's how we do value. So you can do the Church's 10 starting at $10.99 deal. Church's, bringing the down-home flavor. Offer valid at participating locations. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. Mike Triplett's going to join us at 435 talking Saints. Jeff Duncan will join us at uh, 535, talking Saints and Pels. We'll try to fit in Tigers and Tulane as well. You know, yesterday we talked a lot about the Saints. We're going to do that in the second hour as well, um, about the uh, free agency, what they're going to be looking for, cap room. Uh, there's a lot of uh, facets to what's going to be happening in this in this, um, uh, this offseason. And uh, I'm going to get into, again, coaches as well, but – let me say this. We talked a lot about culture yesterday, about how, again, the leadership in the locker room kind of held this team together through the most volatile season maybe in Saints history with more adversity than we've seen in a normal NFL season. I mean, again, when you look, we're not going to go through this every time. The, you know, the, it is what it is. And, look, I almost feel like I'm making excuses for this team. Uh, and, but normally, again, when you end up 9-8, and eight, when you end up out, out, of the, out of the playoffs, you know, again, that – that you're looking to be able to make changes. You're looking to be able to do things again that, you know, especially when you've been in the playoffs for a while, because of everything they had to overcome, you feel much better about this team uh, going into 2022 with, again, a lot of work to do here, a lot of work to do. Um, Saints are $61 million over the cap. But, again, they can they can um, solve that with just a, a few moves, okay? Um, remember, free agency starts on March the 17th, so keep an eye on that date. Loomis has built in cap relief in, in all of his deals. And the latest deals, again, with what? Lattimore, Ramshack, Kamara, all big deals, uh, and others. Uh, they have the ability, again, to maneuver under the cap and, and to be able to add cap space to add talent. So I'm not worried about the $61 million over the cap here. Okay, I'm not. Because I know, I know that there are players on that, on that roster right now uh, that the way those ca- contracts were structured, that, that Loomis is going to be able to create cap room uh, more than the $61 million are in the hole 
uh, to ultimately uh, be in a situation where, again, they're going to be able to add talent and, uh, and maybe be able to hold on to some of their own talent. But the first thing you have to do is make a decision on Toronto Armstead. Okay, $13 million in dead money. Now, they could spread that dead money over two seasons. It's about $6.5 million a year. Okay, but the question is, do you bring him back? This is his last big contract. He's 30 years old. So he's going to probably sign somewhere between a four- or five-year deal, depending on the team. And so you figure, again, 35 will be about the end of that deal. So this is it. This is the last time he can make big money. Now, he's made some big money here, again, second-round pick, uh, been re-upped. Again, he's, he's helped the Saints out continuously in, in terms of reworking his deals, which is one of the reasons why you're seeing that $13 million in dead money sitting out there. Uh, the question is, again, do you invest in, reinvest in Toronto Armstead when he averages missing about six games a year with injury? He's a top left tackle when healthy. There's no doubt about that. But can the Saints afford to pay top left tackle dollars to a player that's available about two-thirds of the season. And that's that's the question here. You have Ryan Ramshack, who can move to the left side, okay? Uh, to me, that that's that's a no-brainer there. And then you figure out what you're going to do on the right side. Well, are you going to bring Hurst back? Or is Landon Young going to be the guy? Again, the, the, the uh, kid out of Kentucky, who, again, played on a broken foot uh, that showed his toughness, right? Uh, is he your future right tackle? Uh, that's the question there. Okay, as far as that goes, you hate to lose him, but then at the same time, can you afford to pay him? Can you afford to pay him going forward because of the injury history? The other one is Michael Thomas. If you go and you check out the, the uh, again, the way his contract was structured, the Saints have an out clause this year in his deal. Now it's $22.7 million in dead money. Uh, that's a cap hit that, again, will be about $11.35 million over two seasons if they ultimately, again, uh, want, want to move on from Michael Thomas. Here's the question. What's the value for Michael Thomas right now? I mean, some think that, again, Michael Thomas can be put into a deal to maybe get a quarterback to come to New Orleans. If you're the general manager sitting across the table from, uh, from, from Mickey Loomis, uh, from Jeff Ireland, from, uh, from Sean Payton, and you're negotiating this deal. Uh, are, are you? He's damaged goods at this point. Uh, he played seven games last, se- last season, zero games this season. Everybody in the NFL knows that, again, he decided uh, to get him to forego the surgery so that, again, he can have some type of an offseason uh, to decompress instead of getting, getting the surgery done when it needed to be done. So every general manager in, in, in the NFL knows this. They also know that, again, the Saints are not happy with him. The question is, with the time that's passed oh, again this year, with him not being around the facility, is it a situation where Sean Payton has drawn the line and says, I don't want this guy back in my locker room? Or can, can they mend the fences, and can he come back and be a productive player for this team? Because you're not going to get value for him right now. You're not going to get value. Uh, and, and that's the key. Anytime you're trading a player, it's one of the things we talked about with Zion Williamson. One of the things we talked about, uh, and again, with, um, uh, with, with, player, with players across the board. When you trade a player, a player that has been injured, how can you get the maximum value for that player if that player has not shown that, again, they have the ability to, to be able to, again, stay on the field or stay on the court? And Michael Thomas right now is injury prone. 
Again, look, I understand he tried to play through the injury when he played the seven games in Breeze's last year, and that didn't work out. And that was, a, that was a, a mistake on the part of the organization, just not to just let him have the surgery, get it over with during the season so he's back this year. But it is what it is. They were making a Super Bowl push. Now you've got to try to figure out again what, what you're going to do with him, okay? Now, they could hold on to him and then trade him at the trading deadline, but it's not the NBA, I mean, you don't see a lot of deals at the trading deadline in the NFL, and especially not blockbuster deals like this where you're moving that kind of salary. So it'll be interesting to see, again, what ultimately happens with Michael Thomas. But to me, Armstead and Thomas are both starters. They're both former All-Pros. They both will leave the Saints with about $35 million in dead money between them if the Saints move on, okay? And the, the bottom line is, are the replacements in the building? Well, for, for the left tackles, we talked about, yes, Ramshack's in the building. And he, I believe he has a clause in his contract that if he moves to the left side, he's paid as a left tackle. So, okay, again, the unknown is who's going to be the right tackle if ultimately you move him. Thomas' replacement isn't in the building. Look, we already know there needs to be an upgrade to the wide receiver room. No matter what happens, there has to be an upgrade to the wide receiver room. And whether Thomas stays or goes, now, again, if Thomas stays, well, then maybe you're looking for a veteran wide receiver, and maybe you're drafting a couple in the draft, but you're drafting them high. The question is, again, what was that? Well, you know, where are you? Now, look, this is supposed to be a very, very heavy defensive draft. It's very, very deep in the wide receiver position. There is a possibility if you stay at 18, a pretty good offensive lineman could fall to you there. Okay? And you said, oh, wait, offensive line again. Look, Saints proved this year with their offensive line, they need some help. Okay? We don't know if Ruiz is going to be able to be a solid player in the NFL yet. Again, maybe, again, because he didn't have Ramshack on one side of him, McCoy on the other. Maybe the fact that he had to play center and then move back to guard. Maybe, again, that slowed down his progress. We've seen this happen with other Saints, uh, with other Saints players right on, on that offensive line. Again, moving around. Andres Pete, case in point. His first couple of years moving him back and forth, left side, right side, tackle, guard. It, again, it, it slowed his progress down. Same thing can be said maybe for Ruiz. But, again, he was horrible this year, again, and really exposed. Uh, and and a, a guy that, again, makes you look back at, again, that 20 draft and saying, man, Jeff Ireland, as great as he's been as a, as, as a, uh, as a, um, a player personnel director in terms of the college scouting, uh, the, 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 when you look at that, that 20 draft, you're kind of going, hmm, maybe not as great as the other drafts that he's had. But with that said, you know, it takes time. So, again, you have to see what happens there. The other thing, obviously, is going to be the quarterback position. That's the next one you need to address. Winston, Jameis Winston has $5.5 million in dead money if he's not re-signed. Okay, so to me, it starts with Winston. Did Peyton see enough out of Jameis Winston in the two years he's been here enough to make him his starter? And that's the big question there. If not, where do they go? Yesterday, you heard uh, Larry Holder talk about Derek Carr. Uh, today, you're going to hear probably uh, uh, Jeff Duncan talk about Garoppolo. Uh, again, those, everybody's talking about Russell Wilson. Are they better options right now than Jameis Winston? Especially with the cost it's going to take you to be able to get that it's going to get those players. Again, neither the Raiders are not giving away Derek Carr, uh, the San Francisco 49ers are not going to give away Garoppolo, and and, and Wilson's not going to be not going to be given away by the Seahawks. It's going to cost you draft picks and players. So in that case, again. Uh, can you afford to do that at this point? Or is Winston a nice one- or two-year at least stopgap to see what he can do, and then ultimately if he can't, uh, th- then you move on? You still have a situation where, again, you can put him on a one-year prove-it-to-me deal. Now the question is, again, will he be ready for the regular season with his injury? 
Can he, can he compete in training camp? All that is a factor here going forward when you're talking about the quarterback position. You can't have him showing up, you know, two weeks or a week or so before the regular season and expect to get the same thing you could get maybe out of a Drew Brees, which has been in part of this offense since its inception. It's a whole different situation there. So, again, the, the, the one thing that you have to see about here is, again, um, if there is a one-year prove-it-to-me deal, this gives the Saints a little bit more time to clear dead money, right? Hold on to their draft picks so they can backfill this roster without creating more dead money uh, with a trade uh, or, again, uh, for, for another starting quarterback, which is going to cost you. No matter what, the Saints, I think, have to kick the tires on what's available out there uh, in terms of, again, veteran signal callers. And as far as the draft goes, I've said this. This has been my, my, my question all along. Is there a quarterback that the Saints are is going to draft in this draft that is better than Ian Book? And that's all I want to know. If there is a quarterback out there that's better than Ian Book in this draft, which is, again, a not, big, not a big-time quarterback draft, and you're willing to go get that player, okay, he better be better than Ian Book. That's all. If not, maybe, again, you, 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 you hold on that for a season, see what Book can do as maybe a possible backup for you or a guy you can groom. And if not, go back, you go back into the draft and maybe try to find a quarterback. You do not want to get in to the cycle where every single year, every single draft now, you're in the cycle of chasing quarterbacks. It's the worst thing you can do as an organization. So, again, you, you've, you've got to be disciplined when it comes to the quarterback position. Um, when you look at that situation right now, that's where we are. You got to figure out what's going on with Armstead. You got to figure out what you're doing with Thomas. And then you got to figure out what you're doing with the quarterback position. Then the Saints free agents become a priority. Okay, at that point, who are you going to bring back? Who you're not going to bring back? And when we come, when we come back uh, in the five o'clock hour, I'm going to go through again the free agents that are out there that the Saints have. Who may come back? Who can come back? Maybe on a little bit of a discount. Who you don't want? And then also again a caveat to that is also again the, the coaches. Look. Saints coaches were going to be in high demand. There's no doubt about it. Tell you what, let's take that break at 5-2. Why don't you get Mike Trippett on the line for me, uh, Rudy? Thanks. Let's do a little bit of a shift here. Uh, as far as, the, as, far as the, the coaching staff, they're going to get rated again. Okay? Uh, again, this is too quality of a coaching staff not to get rated, uh, whether it's, again, a new staff that's being put together, a staff that, again, that, that, uh, that is an existing staff where, again, there's a relationship there with a coach where they're going to move on. Saints have some very, very good coaches, some great teaching coaches. You've seen it just this year. So they're in high demand. So can you hold on to the coaching staff? And then the other part of that is can you hold on to Jeff Ireland? Because, again, when I talk about this in the second hour, I'm going to bring you back, to, again, to the three, seven, and nine seasons before really Jeff Ireland took over here and what he's been able to do and transform this roster through the draft and, of course, through free agency. Also, another name to remember is Kai Harley, uh, who is the assistant to, to Mickey Loomis. Again, do you lose somebody like them? You know, even though the Saints had, had a, a, a nine and eight season, uh, the personnel both on the team and the coaching staff in the front office are going to be pursued. There's no doubt about that going forward. Rudy, do we have Mike? All right, let's, let's head to the uh, guest line joining us on the program from ESPN as we wrap up another Saints season. Mike Trippett joins us on the program. Mike, how are you? Doing well. How are you doing, Eric? Doing great, Mike. Mike, uh, before I ask you about the, you know, the, the upcoming future, we've got a lot of time, obviously, between now and March 17th in the draft to really kind of get you know, in, into the nitty-gritty of it. Just your overall thoughts on this season. Well, I mean, obviously it feels like it was an unfortunate season because 
uh, if any one of 50 things that went wrong, you know, don't go wrong or any, you know, pick two or three, it feels like they probably should have been a playoff team. If Jameis Winston doesn't get hurt, if Will Lutz doesn't get hurt, if Michael Thomas doesn't get hurt, if Armstead and Ramchek don't miss so much time, uh, you know, obviously the coaching COVID outbreak game they lost in Carolina, the player COVID outbreak game they lost against Miami. Um, there were just so many ways that nine and eight could have been, 11 and six so easily. Um, I do wonder though, you know, I don't think this was almost a 13 and four team. So, you know, I do wonder if we're talking about, you know, they should have been an 11 and uh, 11 and six team that, that might've only gone one or two rounds into the playoffs as opposed to being a nine and eight team that just missed out. But, um, but I think it was good that they ended on, you know, winning four of their last five games showing glimpses of what their potential still is. And I think creating more optimism for next year than, than there was even a month ago. I think people now realize, you know what, if they bring everybody back and even if Jameis Winston is the quarterback, even if they don't upgrade to another quarterback, if he's healthy, if Michael Thomas is healthy, if their offensive line's a little healthier, if they add a, a pass catcher or two, uh, I think there's going to be playoff optimism around this team again this next year. I talked about this yesterday. The one thing, I guess, that's silver lining in all this is you got a lot of young players that got a chance to play this year. They got playing time that maybe they wouldn't have gotten if there wouldn't have been so many injuries, so many things to overcome. Uh, that helps your quality depth after losing such great quality depth from the year before. Right. Do, do you agree with that? No, they did lose a ton of guys. I mean, yes and no, I sort of agree with that. Um, I guess it depends on who we're talking about. I, I don't know. You know, a lot of the a lot of the players that played this year that weren't expected to play, I don't, I don't, I don't know that they take the next step forward. But sure, if you're talking about like a Marquez Callaway, or if you're talking yes. about a Pete Werner, or if you're talking mm-hmm. about, um, you know, Calvin Throckmorton played more than we expected, and I think I mean, now James a Ringo you know, on the defensive let, tackle. Yeah, if you let um, Teron Armstead go in free agency, maybe you trust James Hurst as a starter after how much he yeah. played. He's not necessarily a young guy, but yeah, there mm-hmm. could be a couple of guys who. Who, who advance into bigger roles for sure. Quarterback position. Well, let me take this back because I, I mentioned this to the audience going in. You got to make a decision on two players going into the going into the offseason. Number one is Toronto Armstead. Thirteen million dollars in dead money. Uh, plays about two thirds of the season. He gets lose by six games a year. You know, on average. Uh, can you afford to let him go and eat the thirteen million, which is about six point five million over two seasons? Or again, would they roll the dice at 30 years old and pay him once again as a top left tackle, knowing they got Ramshack to can flip to the right side? What direction do you think they go? Well, I thought for sure he was probably going to be gone heading into this season. But um, actually, weirdly enough, I think the fact that he missed so much time with injuries, it could make him more affordable. I thought he was going to be priced out of New Orleans. If he had been a free agent last year, I think a team would have paid him, you know, twenty million over a few seasons, you know, twenty million a year over multiple seasons. That's how good he is when healthy. But obviously, the health question uh, is going to give the Saints pause, and it's going to give other teams that that might sign him pause. Um, so maybe he actually becomes a little more affordable because you know, when he is on the field, he is a special player, and that is still true, even at thirty years old. Um, so I guess I would still think he could be a potentially 
uh, potential casualty this year, but I think it's more likely that they keep him than it was a few minutes ago because I, I think, unfortunately for him, his price has probably been driven down uh, because of the injuries. Do you see a, maybe a one-year deal and then going back into free agency, or would you see, again, the Saints signing him to a longer-term deal, again, which they like to do because of the cap ramifications, and maybe not get and maybe, again, incentive-late, and that if he's playing those games, he's going to make that $20 million type deal type money? Yeah, and look, they don't need it to be an actual long-term deal for cap reasons. Um, the You know, the way the Saints do things, they can put fake years on it and, and, sure. and you know, so it could be a one-year deal that is structured differently for cap reasons. So, yeah, with the Saints, I don't think they would guarantee him a ton of money over multiple years necessarily. But if it's a win-win for him to be like, you know what, I'm going to play one more year and then go back into free agency when when maybe the market's a little better for me, it's a possible. I think I think all those possibilities are on the table. I do think, though, there are so many other teams in the NFL with so much more cap space. I wouldn't be surprised if one of them doesn't talk themselves into, hey, Let's pay, let's pay him an incentive-laden deal where you know if he plays enough games, he's going to make twenty million dollars for us or whatever. Because right. uh, he's the kind of guy who, if you are a contender who needs offensive line help, he could be an instant difference maker if he's healthy. And he plays through injury. I mean, I, he, again, he's in, often injured, but again, he tries to play through injury. There's no doubt about that. He's not a guy again that you know he's sitting out. You know, when 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 he gets a hangnail, he's got to be severely injured, not injured not to be on the field. But it's just he's been so injured so much. No, I couldn't agree. I couldn't agree more with you. Uh, um, uh, it's unfortunate, but yeah, he's going to tough it out. And the other beautiful thing with him is. When he does tough it out, even if you see him like limping on and off the field, mm-hmm. he plays great when he is playing. Um, he does. It sounds uh, uncanny. Fought through injuries and doesn't practice all week and then plays. He still plays great. He's not a guy yeah. who has to be 100% to be effective. I'm with you. Mike Triplett of ESPN with us. Mike, what about Michael Thomas? There's an opt-out this year, $22.7 million for the club. Again, they'll have to spread that over two years, $11.35 million. Uh, there are some within with that, that cover the Saints on a day-to-day basis like yourself that do not believe that he will be back for this team. It's going to be another uh, situation like we saw with Jimmy Graham, like we saw with Brandon Cooks. What's your take? I don't know. I'm really kind of 50-50 on it. First of all, I don't think they can get out of the deal because – um, it's guaranteed for injury. Um, so he would have to pass a physical for them to get out of the deal. So I think it's trade him or keep him. I don't think you cut him. Um, and, I mean, there is one school of thought that, yeah, he would be a prime candidate to follow, you know, the blueprint of Jimmy Graham and Brandon Cooks from years past. If he was in peak form right now and a team was offering a first-round pick, which is what they got for both of those guys. But I, I don't know what teams are offering right now since he has now you know, missed an entire season and half of mm-hmm. another season, and you don't right. know exactly what you're getting health-wise. And you know, maybe they have some chemistry concerns, even though I'm sure other teams would convince themselves that you know, their culture would change things and they'd get him on his best behavior. So, yeah, if you've got a really premium draft choice for him, he, he's obviously a prime candidate. But I don't see them just giving him away. I don't. I don't think he's necessarily an addition by subtraction guy, mm-hmm. because, you know, his, he's only going to make another fifteen million this year. That doesn't completely break the bank for them. True. And and it's, even if he plays, receiver is probably their number one need. 
if he leaves, receiver is is screaming number one need with ten exclamation points. Yes. Uh, they need a receiver like him on this team. So I don't think it's that easy to be like, we just need to play and get rid of this guy. It would have to definitely be a compelling win-win situation. All right, what about Jameis Winston? $5.5 million in dead money if they walk away. Uh, obviously coming off the injury. I think the first thing is, will he be ready for training camp Okay, yeah. to be able to compete? That would be the first thing. And then the second thing is, uh, you know, Sean Bates had two years with him now. He knows who Jameis Winston is. Um, are they willing, do you think, to move forward maybe on one more prove-it-to-me uh, deal? Or, again, is this a situation where, look, we'll bring you back, but we're going to go out and get the best possible quarterback we can get uh, on, 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 the, on the trade market, and then you're going to have to compete. What, what direction do you think they go? Well, I don't think they would re-sign Jameis Winston and trade for one. I mean, they could certainly re-sign Jameis Winston and draft one. Um, but, I mean, if they are going to trade for uh, Russell Wilson or an Aaron Rodgers or Jimmy Garoppolo, then they don't bring Jameis Winston back. But um, I think the Saints are going to be very aggressive at quarterback, and I think those names I just mentioned are absolutely in play. Um, I don't know that I'm going to predict it happens, though, because if the Seahawks really are willing to trade Russell Wilson or we think the Packers are willing to trade Aaron Rodgers, I think there are other teams who can make better offers than the Saints uh, with top ten picks and and multiple uh, um, better picks than the Saints have to offer. Um, So I think it's a long shot that they get them, but I think they'll aggressively pursue the idea. They know that quarterback can make or break this team. But I would say the odds-on favorite is Jameis Winston. Um, I think they liked enough of what they saw. Uh, and I also think this offense was so stale, especially when they had the offensive line problems, that they kind of need that instant offense that Jameis Winston provides. I don't think he's a perfect quarterback, uh, but he certainly has big playability that this offense desperately lacked after he was gone. Uh, and so I think he can make a big difference for them. And, and same thing we just said with Ron Armstead. I think his injury makes him affordable. If he had played the entire season the way he was playing early in the year, you know, he, he might have priced himself out of New Orleans. But right. I think the deal at this at this time would look a lot like the deal last year. But another interesting guy, another interesting guy who might not break the bank, is Teddy Bridgewater, who's also a free agent. And okay. uh, um, you know, you know, Saints obviously have a good relationship with him, so I'd put him in the same bucket as re-signing uh, James about, Winston as a possibility. How about Derek Carr? He's another one that's been mentioned a bunch. Yeah, um, I mean, he's another possibility. Uh, I don't know how eager the Raiders are to trade Derek Carr unless maybe they are the team that ends up with Aaron Rodgers or something like mm-hmm. that. I, I don't sure. know how available Derek Carr will be. Um, but uh, but sure, I mean, I think the Saints would absolutely consider t- – to me, I kind of feel like there's two two things that make the most sense is either the elite, elite quarterback, which is, you know, Rodgers or Russell Wilson – or the guy who costs $10 million or less, which could, which could be Jameis Winston or um, um, Teddy Bridgewater. I don't know that you want to pay a guy $30 million and trade for him if he's not head and shoulders better than a Winston or a Bridgewater, though. I can't see Sean Payton get into this cycle of, again, chasing quarterbacks in the draft. We've seen other teams do this for decades, and the Saints have been – they had Drew Brees and have not had to do that. Do you anticipate that that will be something that he'll be, again, kicking the tires on players in the draft and maybe, you know, chasing that elusive next great quarterback? Well, sure, always, but so much easier said than done. I mean, you have the 18th pick, and this is not a year where I think there's supposed to be a ton of great quarterback talent. So, 
Um, yes. I mean, and look, look what the, uh, the Patriots just did getting Mac Jones at 15. I mean, that'd be great if, if there was a guy that they liked that they could get in the teens that they thought could potentially come in and start for them right away. But I don't know if that exists, to be honest, if you don't get in the top five. Mm-hmm. Right. Stuff. I mean, again, and then if you're getting in the top five, you're giving up assets to get there. Yeah, well, again, exactly. that's, that's the problem. You're chasing. Look, I said, and I've been saying this all season long. If you're going into this draft, which is supposed to be not a great quarterback draft, if you're drafting a quarterback, you better make sure he's better than Ian Book. That's all. Okay? Because right. at the end of the day, you know, again, he's a guy you brought in. You're trying to be able to, to groom him down the line here. Uh, don't go chasing quarterbacks simply because in this draft, uh, you know, they're, they're potential first or second rounders. What do they look like, in ten, again, when you, when you compare and contrast them about what you already have in, in the room, especially when it comes to a young quarterback? Yeah, and and look, I mean, the influx of young quarterback talent in the league has kind of created this tier of veteran guys who are available. I mean, we're talking about the price tag on Jameis Winston and and Teddy Bridgewater, but I I don't know. I mean, there's a Terod Taylor out there. There's Mm -hmm. a, you know, I don't know if Marcus Mariota is a free agent again this year. Uh, You know, I don't know if Sam Darnold will be out on the street. I don't, you know, Keith Keenum certainly. But, I mean, there is a tier of quarterback that you can get for fairly cheap too, so – yeah, I don't know if you give up everything for a guy who is not de- demonstrably better than that class of, of quarterback, too. I want to shift gears for a moment before we let you go. Um, Saints have a, have a great coaching staff. It's a great teaching staff. The NFL knows this. Uh, the Saints have yeah. been raided before when it comes to the coaching staff. Concerns that, again, that maybe this coaching staff is going to get raided again in the offseason? Yes and no. I mean, we've already seen a pile of names come out for the teams that are aggressively working to to interview, and uh, I haven't seen Dennis Allen yet. He got a couple of interviews last year, but, um, you know, all it takes is one. We saw that with Dan Campbell last year, um, and then Dan Campbell took Aaron Glenn with him. So, you know, yeah, does Dennis Allen become a head coach, and then Ryan Nielsen gets to be the defensive coordinator or something like that? Uh, You know, that that would obviously be a big loss for the Saints if something like that happened, I think. Teams are nuts for not interviewing Kai Harley if they if they haven't already. Jeff Ireland has been mentioned once already. Um, mm-hmm. So I think there's always a danger that any one of those four names that I just mentioned uh, gets plucked away. Um, but uh, so far, uh, they're not, you know, not quite, you know, Tampa Bay. It seems like every team is interviewing both their offensive and defensive coordinator. Buffalo, it seems like every team is interviewing mm-hmm. both their offensive and defensive coordinator. So maybe the Saints will be able to hang on to a little more than uh, than most. I'm a little more concerned with Ireland, okay, and after losing Fontenot. Uh, and we saw this from the 3-7-9 and nine seasons. You know, again, a lot of people just kind of glaze over the, the losses they had in the front office and not replacing those guys, uh, guys that they had groomed within, within the organization. Uh, and you, you saw them kind of come back to the pack a bit. Kai Harley has been the right-hand man for Loomis for a long, long time. Again, that, that would hurt as well. That, that's the, the area that, look, I, I don't want to see them lose any coaches, but in the front office, if you lose a Jeff Ireland, you better have somebody that can come in and replace him. Well, and obviously Jeff Ireland has a very specific niche, too, and that has been the college draft. And, yes. You know, uh, Terry Fontenot came up in the pro personnel side. They're like Michael Parent and a lot of them on the pro personnel side. If they bring Ryan Pace back, he did a lot of his work on the pro personnel side. Um, what Jeff Ireland has done with, with the college scouting and the college draft, I think that would be a really significant loss. But 
if they did lose anyone in their front office, and even if they don't lose anyone in their front office, uh, obviously I assume the door is still open for Ryan Pace, who is, is now looking for work. So yep. that has happened a lot in the Saints' history, too. Um, Coming back. They lost Dennis Allen one time, mm-hmm. brought him back. They, you know, they, they've, they've brought guys back, uh, you know, Joe Lombardi obviously coming back. And, uh, right. uh, they've brought guys back, and, uh, uh, you know, this is, this is always a place where people like to come back to. too. So, um, and, and, look, when they had an opening because Aaron Glenn left, they attracted right. Chris Richard, who was so picky about where he was going to go that he sat out all of last season and didn't want to be a, a secondary coach. He wanted to be a coordinator, but then he comes and he chooses to be the Saints secondary coach. So it's such an attractive place for uh, coaches and front office members that that does help cushion the blow when they do lose people. Yep. No, no doubt, no doubt. And, of course, uh, um, when you look at Aaron Glenn, he's on the short list to be Denver's next head coach. So, again, uh, part of that, that uh, Peyton tree. Mike, what's up for you now? What, I mean, again, you're going to take, take a couple weeks off. I mean, you got to jump right back into it free agency and the draft right down the blood. But this has been a, a long season. What does Mike Trippett do for the next couple weeks? Well, the season's ending earlier than it has, Eric, in five right. years. I don't, rem- I don't remember. Um, but, no, look, they obviously had a couple of first-round playoff exits in there, uh, too. But, um, look, the first thing I've already written that will probably not go up till Thursday is, is going through a lot of the things we just talked about, but also mm-hmm. how are they going to deal with the salary cap when they're scheduled to be $70 million over the salary cap. I think it speaks volumes to how they handle the cap that you didn't even ask about that. Right. <laughs> You just know, oh, $70 million? Yeah, I'm sure they can figure that. They can map their way <laughs> They've out. already got that mapped can, out. <laughs> which they can, yes. Um, but uh, so looking at all those major decisions that face them, and, and you hit on the big ones, quarterback, Michael Thomas, the free agents you asked about, Toronto Armstead, Marcus Williams being another big one. But it's mm-hmm. not that long of a list uh, of guys um, that they have to resign that are elite core players. So that that's somewhat manageable. Uh, but that'll be the first thing I do. Obviously, I think there will be some breaking news with with staff changes, um, you know, to to monitor. Um, And then, uh, you know, we're a couple weeks away from the Senior Bowl. A couple weeks after that is the Combine. And actually, I think, you know, this is a time when fans are super, super plugged in. Uh, Yep. Even though this isn't an always next year team, uh, missing the playoffs makes you even hungrier to know how how they're going to get back at it. I agree. I agree. Thank you for your time, as always, Mike. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, have, have, a, have a great evening, and we'll talk soon. Thanks, Eric. Mike Triplett, ESPN, again, at Mike Triplett on, on, uh, on Twitter. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If you're in the market for a generator, now's the time to strike. We've got a few months until, again, we get back in hurricane season. Uh, generator sales and service have been hot now for two years. Uh, but, again, sit down with them. Do a consultation with Burkhardt. They're going to sit down. They're going to show you all your options when it comes to a generator. And, of course, you'll, you'll choose the generator choice for your, for your home and your business. Then they'll put you on the calendar for a single-day install. You can finance that over time. You don't have to pay all the money up front. And then there's new install quality check after one month, part of the customer service pledge of, of Burkhardt. They come out make sure everything is working properly and you feel comfortable in working the, uh, the equipment. Then there's 24-7, 365 emergency service. Again, that means service when you need it. Also, again, a warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need. No excuses. That generator will be up and running. Use that generator over 100 hours during the last storm season, and you know you're dead. Got to get Burkhart to get out there and uh, service it for you. Get it up and running so it's ready to go when, when again, you need it uh, when the power goes out. Uh, when it comes to generator sales and service, it's Burkhart, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. 
Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Eric Ashby with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeatInsAgency.com. The market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504 737 1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. A new year comes with new excitement, new ambitions, new milestones. Is this the year you pop the question? Have a child? Celebrate a major anniversary. At Diamonds Direct, we're here for you, now more than ever. With our vast selection of exquisite hand-picked diamonds, our world-renowned designer jewelry collections, our industry-leading warranties and guarantees, and our people. People with a passion for helping you mark any occasion with something that's both meaningful and timeless. And our commitment to providing exceptional value is stronger than ever in the new year. Whether you're just starting out on a tight budget or whether you're splurging on that 30th anniversary gift, Diamonds Direct will make sure you get the price that you expect from America's premier direct diamond importer. Welcome to a new year and welcome to Diamonds Direct, where extreme value combines with the ultimate luxury shopping experience to create that truly magical moment for the milestones in your life. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. On Severn Avenue, across from Lakeside Mall. 
Spud here, and you know the first place I go when my family needs to see a doctor is Rapid Urgent Care. I mean, you're in and out of there in 40 minutes, give or take. You spend that much time in an ER just waiting to get triaged. From a broken ankle to a bee sting to a COVID test, Rapid Urgent Care has got you covered with clinics all over Southeast Louisiana. You don't need an appointment. Just walk right in with your ID and your insurance card, or you can sign up for their health care partnership. Rapid Urgent Care also has a telemed center. Just waiting for your call might save you a trip. Go to rapidurgentcare.com to find out more and to find the clinic nearest you. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I want to thank Mike Trippett for joining us on the program. Jeff Duncan of NOLA.com and Fox 8 will join us at 535. Of course, don't forget Sean Vazan joins us on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. We'll do some more Saints when we come back. Stick around, won't you? I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud, no. As a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. Then why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton for punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Our man, Eric Asher. 
Hour number two of Inside New Orleans. Yep, the truth will set you free. Thanks for tuning in to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, uh, with you each and every weekday, 4 to 6, right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hey, remember, Sean Mazan joins me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. want to thank Mike Trippett of ESPN for joining us in hour number one. Uh, hour number two brings Jeff Duncan uh, to the floor. He'll be joining us at about 535 uh, this afternoon. A lot to get into in the second hour. Uh, first of all, congratulations to Kevin Falk being inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame. Great honor for, again, a fantastic Tiger and, uh, of course, uh, well, well deserved on, on the part of uh, of, uh, of of Kevin Falk. Uh, uh, I, I can remember it like it was yesterday, beating number one uh, Florida, uh, what Falk did in that game, and, and of course, um, you know, again, just one of the greatest running backs in the history of LSU. Uh, and had an incredible career in the NFL uh, with the New England Patriots. You know, again, part of, again, that pipeline of LSU players to New England and, and Bill Belichick. And uh, Falk maximized everything he had uh, in the NFL and had a long career uh, and, 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 a, and a, 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 a fruitful career as well, winning championships uh, with, with the New England Patriots. Congratulations uh, to Kevin Falk. Look, we talked a lot in the first hour about um, uh, yesterday was culture. Today, again, talked about the cap, uh, $61 million over the cap before they make an offseason move. As I mentioned, again, uh, new contracts with Lattimore, also with um, uh, Kamara as well as Ramshack and others uh, could be utilized to be able to get under that $61 million of dead money and then also, again, more money to be able to go out and to be able to sign free agents. Free, agents is, free agency starts March 17th. Um, with that said, we talked in the first hour about Armstead. You bring him back, $13 million cap hit, dead cap hit. If you don't, uh, what's the market for him as a guy that, that again, plays about two-thirds of the season, misses about, you know, between four, four, five, six games a a year? Can the Saints uh, maybe get a one-year flyer on him if there's not a big market for him? Can they bring him back? Are they ready to flip Ramshack and then go with another right tackle? It's a big question mark going in. We also talked about the Michael Thomas situation. Is there a market for Michael Thomas? Uh, coming off, again, seven games a year ago, not playing at all this year. And every general manager in, in the entire NFL knows that, again, he didn't have the offseason surgery and everything that, that surrounds that. Can you get maximum value for a player like that? Because, look, eventually he's going to get healthy, unless, again, it's a debilitating injury where he'll never play again. I'm not, I'm not buying that. We don't believe that's going to happen. He's going to be back, and he's going to be a dominant player again. So do you let a dominant player walk out the door or do you do a kumbaya and you let him back in the fold and you hope that he becomes a good soldier? Look, up until Michael Thomas made the money, he was the consummate pro. You loved Michael Thomas. I loved Michael Thomas. We all loved Michael Thomas because all he did was catch the football, physical, and again, do his job. And again, somewhere along the line, he became a diva, which is, again, something that happens with a lot of wide receivers in this league. Hopefully, again, maybe he loses the diva and gets back to being, again, the hardworking Michael Thomas that he was. Uh, if that can happen, maybe, again, there's a, a coming back of, uh, of, you know, with, with the Saints. Uh, if not, uh, again, the, uh, I don't doubt Sean Payton will move on. $35 million in dead money between the two of them, the Saints let him go. Okay, that's a lot of dead money that, that you have to utilize over two years um, uh, with that situation. We also talked about the quarterback position in the first hour. Where again, well, you know, do you bring Jameis Winston back on a prove it to me deal? Uh, after two years in, in, in the fold here, Peyton knows who Jameis Winston is. Okay, Jameis was just rounding in, in, in into shape in terms of the offense and starting to feel comfortable with again an offensive line that that really we don't 
uh, had been blocking for Breeze for, for, for you know, for, for, for a decade in some cases with some of these guys. It was a ramshack maybe be the longest? Not quite a decade, but, uh, uh, but you know. But there was continuity on that line. They knew where Breeze was going to be. They knew he was going to get the ball out quickly. Jameis was different. Jameis was a guy that, again, didn't step up in the pocket. He liked to step back and, 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 and throw. Uh, uh, you know, sometimes off his back foot, but he had been stepping into the ball, but not stepping up in the pocket, figuring out where he was. Remember, right about the time he got injured was because he started running the football more. A lot of that was a byproduct of receivers that couldn't get open. I guess the point I'm making is Peyton knows who Jameis is. So is that the future quarterback? And that's what we talked about in the first hour. Will it be a Derek Carr, a Garoppolo, a Wilson? Will the Saints go after, again, a draft pick in this year's draft, moving up, maybe because Peyton has fallen in love with a player? We'll have to see how it goes. Uh, but, again, to me, one of the big things coming forward is, again, free agency, Saints free agents to be able to sign. But also, again, as I mentioned, as we were talking to Mike in the first hour, it's already happening right now. Ryan Pace was fired by the, uh, by the Chicago Bears. Who do you think's on the short list? Jeff Ireland, okay? Look, I said this years ago. You can't lose Jeff Ireland. The Saints went 7-9 three straight seasons, and one of the reasons why was – they did not replace the brain drain that they had lost for previous years after the Super Bowl. Uh, a player, a, a player personnel, uh, guys that were involved in, again, the cap, uh, the guys that, again, they had groomed in that front office and, and had taught the Saints way that ultimately, again, moved on to other teams. Some had success, some have not. But, again, when you look at that, they didn't replace those guys. And it ended up, again, where it was a situation where you got three seven nine seasons. The drafts were horrible. You ended up having to bring undrafted free agents in, street free agents, a lot like what you had to do this year. But, again, the, the talent level this year was so much better than what you look at with those three seven and 9 seasons. Also, during that time, the culture, uh, Junior Gallette blowing the locker room up. There were so many problems during that seven, those three seven and 9 seasons that, again, that the Saints should have learned from. Jeff Ireland has done a great job in restocking this roster. Okay, you lost Terry Fontenot last year to the Falcons, okay, in your own division. Losing Ireland would be a huge blow for the main reason is not just his expertise. Peyton trusts and listens to Ireland. Okay, when they get into a war room and Peyton and they're picking a pick, we know that Peyton can be stubborn, falling in love with a player, wanting to go get a player. I think that, again, everything that I've heard is that Ireland is, is, a, is a stabilizing force in, in, in those conversations based on, again, what he's done in terms of scouting and, and again, how he breaks those the, the, uh, and grades those players out. It would be a huge loss. Do what you have to do. Give him a raise. Give him a title. Do whatever you have to do. Uh, again, but allow Jeff Ireland to be able to stay here and not go elsewhere because that's a huge loss to this team. Kai Harley's another one. You know, again, um, he was, he's, he's been groomed by, by Mickey Loomis. When you look at the ability to be able to um, spread out the cap like they've had during the, during the Breeze era, kicking the can down the road, and then ultimately even now uh, creating these contracts in which it gives Saints the Saints so much flexibility that, again, the cap really is meaningless because they know that, again, they have ways to be able to manufacture cap room, and a lot of that comes from Loomis that has been taught and have been passed down to others. Kai Harley's the next best guy that, 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 is, that has uh, been in line here for the New Orleans Saints. He would be another huge loss for this team, okay? Um, and you can't tell me that teams don't realize what Kai Harley is and, again, who he's learned under and that, one, that he won't be a hot commodity in the offseason here. So, to me, you've got to tighten up your front office first. You can't let 
teams come in and raid your front office. Look, it's hard to tell a guy, no, you can't go be a general manager somewhere. They're going, right? But you can do everything you can to be able to sweeten the pot and then maybe give them the title they want and maybe a little bit more control going forward. Look, Loomis has got his hands full with the Pelicans and also the, uh, the, the Saints. And you can say, well, David Griffith's in charge of the Pelicans. When you look at the hierarchy above those guys, again, it's Mickey Loomis. And, again, I've said before, put him as president of, of again, um, you know, team operations of both teams. And, and I'm not trying to, again, push Mickey Loomis out the door here because he means a lot to, to, again, the New Orleans Saints. But I'm saying you don't want to lose a Jeff Ireland. You don't want to use, lose a Kai Harley. Now, again, you heard uh, Mike Trippett say, well, maybe a Ryan Pace coming back. That, that's fantastic. Ryan Pace did a horrible job, a horrible job with Chicago. Okay, so at the end of the day, yes, he's trusted. Yes, he learned at the knee of, again, the New Orleans Saints. But, again, when he was out on his own, he didn't do well. To me, Jeff Ireland, he stubbed his toe in Miami, but he came here and he rebounded into, again, a very good general manager, player, player personnel director, okay, uh, when it comes to the college scouting. Hopefully, again, they'll hold on to those guys. That, to me, is one of the keys going forward. Um, again, you don't want to slip back. Well, while you're training the next generation of Saints front office executives, that's what that 3-7-9 season was. Now, to free agency and the New Orleans Saints. Look, we've talked about it. Toronto Armstead is a free agent. Uh, do you bring him back? Do you eat the $13 million in dead money and, uh, or, or, or then let him go? That's the question. The next one is Marcus Williams. And look, I would not be opposed on one hand to let him go, and this is one of the reasons why. They offered him top five money last year, and he turned it down. He wanted to be paid as the highest free safety in professional football. Ladies and gentlemen, he's good, but he ain't that good, okay? He ain't that good. Uh, there are other plays, play, places on this roster where you can put that money and get more value out of it. You can find another Marcus Williams. You can find a Marcus Williams, another Marcus Williams that's better than the Marcus Williams you have. Look, he's getting better. He's gotten better from his rookie year to now. You've put invested a lot in, again, allowing this kid to grow, and there's no doubt about it. But just because you've invested a lot in the kid to grow, if ultimately, again, he's looking for top five money, uh, I don't know if it fits in, in the complex salary cap that the Saints have to put together. He's a guy that I would walk away from if I had to, especially, again, when, you, when you're talking about a situation with um, – with having to pay a quarterback, which, again, maybe you get away with this year with not having to pay a quarterback. Uh, the, other, the other part of it is there are some other players that I think have great niches with this team that it's up to them, ultimately. I think they're going to they're gonna get some play on the open market. But I think, ultimately, when you look at a P.J. Williams, you look at a Quan Alexander, okay? You look, you look at, 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 uh, at, a, at, a, at a Gardner Johnson who is not – uh, a free agent this year, but P.J. And, and also Quan R., I think they found such a niche here in New Orleans with what they do in a Dennis Allen defense that, yes, they could go elsewhere and get more money, but at the end of the day, are, are they going to be um, are they going to be as in, an integral part uh, of, of that defense going forward? And I think that's one of the things that you have to look for when you're looking for longevity with a, with a, with a team. Uh, you can go elsewhere. Uh, are you going to be utilized? Is, is, uh, is it going to be, you know, are they going to have the patience with you? They had patience with P.J. Williams here. They found a niche for him. Quan Alexander could, could be, could be um, replaced, you know, when, when you start talking about uh, uh, the, on the depth chart with, uh, with a Pete Werner, okay? And, and, then, and look, uh, eventually he will be. 
But Quan brings something to this team, that spark, uh, the energy. And you see the difference in this team on defense when P.J. Williams, Quan Alexander, and C.J. Gardner-Johnson are on the field. Now, again, Gardner-Johnson is not a free agent. Um, the other one, again, uh, if you're looking at this, would be Jeff Heath, who was a, who was a uh, special teams guy. You could take it or leave it. Ty Montgomery, as much as I like Ty Montgomery, again, you, you need to upgrade the wide receiver position. You need better than Ty Montgomery. And I realize he's a jack-of-all-trades, and he's a pretty guy, and he can help you in the running back position in a pinch. That's also a position where you need a young back. You need a young, physical back that can, that can spell Alvin Kamara. You've still got Mark Ingram on, on, under contract for one more season, one more season. So it'll be interesting to see ultimately, again, you know, how that kind of plays out. But that's something you could do in the draft. Draft a young player that can come in and can be able to start taking some of these carries away from Kamara down the line here. Trevor Simeon should be a candidate to come back as a, as a backup quarterback. He's proven he can come off the bench and play well for you when there's an injury. You just can't start him multiple games. That's the problem here. And then there's the, the future of Taysom Hill at quarterback. I don't think he's a quarterback. I don't think he's an NFL quarterback. Now, again, with the Liz Frank entry, how much does that hurt his ability to be that jack-of-all-trades player for the New Orleans Saints going forward? Again, I think it's a critical question that's going to have to be asked and answered when you go forward with a guy like uh, when you go forward with a guy like uh, Taysom Hill. No matter what, you need a backup quarterback. Uh, Trevor Simeon can fit that bill. I mentioned yesterday. Look, I'm not a big Jalen Holmes fan. A lot of that was because he wore 57. But again, he played well at times. But again, he's a guy that you can take or leave. Uh, Traquan Smith. Look, he plays well at times. The problem is he's not been uh, on the field enough because of injury and inconsistency. Uh, I think you can do better, and you have to do better at the wide receiver position than Traquan Smith. And then you have restricted free agents in Garrett Griffin, Jawan uh, Johnson, Shai Tuttle, Carl Grandison, Deontay Harris, Ethan Greenwich, and Jalen Dalton. The Saints hold the cards there as, as a, uh, when it comes to restricted free agents. So they're in a situation where they're going to resign those guys. You know, we see uh, ultimately again like to see what's going to happen with Deontay Harris because he has become again a uh, a a, a, uh, a must keep player not just because of what he does in special teams but he's proven he can play wide receiver for you. He's a weapon, so we'll see how that kind of plays out there. But the Saints are in a pretty good position right now when it comes to their own free agency. You're kind of top heavy a bit with Armstead, Williams, Winston, and 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 of course depending on what's going to happen with Quan Alexander. Um, and, and P.J. Williams, but for the most part, you should, should be, afford, be able to afford to bring your guys back, which you want to do, and then go out there and, again, maybe add that, you know, top wide receiver. Uh, again, well, one of the top wide receivers in free agency, depending on what's going to happen along the offensive line. Adding, again, maybe a, uh, uh, a guard in case Ruiz does not work out. Uh, looking at the, you know, the defensive line, maybe, again, depending on what happens with these young tackles, adding another tackle. Uh, and, of course, depending on what happens with Marcus Williams or, or Teron Olmstead, maybe a, a, an offensive tackle or, again, a safety. So we'll see how that kind of plays out. All right, 260-1061. We got Bobby and Slidell. Bobby, welcome. How you doing, Bobby? Happy New Year to you. Hey, Eric. How are you, man? Doing great. Good. Um, you know I'm a diehard Saints fan. And, uh, you know, I'm a season ticket off for 20 years, and I can't – I'll tell you, this – what happened this year – is a testament to our great coach. Um, all the BS we had to go through. And, uh, hey, man, I think we're a quarterback and a few weapons away to getting back to where we need to be. Um, we can't lose Jeff Ireland. That's, that would be crushing. I'd hate to see that happen. But, no, me too. <clears throat> you know, from a personnel standpoint, 
I think we're fine. We need uh, Michael Thomas needs to get his head screwed on right and come back and just ball out. And maybe he'll do that. I don't know. What, what, what are your thoughts? I think he can. I mean, again, it, what's his mindset? Does he want to come back to New Orleans and play? As everything that's happened, again, in the last two seasons, and it goes this offseason with not having the surgery, look, the fans are not going to like it, right, until he starts catching touchdowns. But at the end of the day, how's he fitting in that locker room now? If it's forgive and forget with Peyton that they can move on, that's fine. Look, he's got the Saints by, 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 by the short hairs here because of, again, the $22.7 million in dead money and the inability to be able to get value for him on the trade market because of his injury. So they're almost forced to bring him back and let him prove that he can play at a high level. And then if he's still a cancer in the locker room, you can move on from him when the trading deadline comes up, you know, about the middle of the season. Well, I'll tell you this. I, I, no, I agree with all of that. I, I, he, he does not need to come back if he's going to be a cancer, and Sean Payton won't put up with it. He'll ship his ass off to wherever he needs to ship them off to. But, you know, I, I this year I couldn't, even though we didn't make the playoffs, um, man, look, based on what happened with injuries and defections and you're losing a first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback, and, man, I couldn't be more proud of this team. Well, they showed the grit and work ethic and discipline of the head coach, and it, it showed. It well, did, and I couldn't be more proud of a team this year. You know, they I really get a pass. Most most teams don't get a pass in the NFL. Okay, no. uh, and, and especially if you don't make the playoffs and you're a perennial playoff team. But I think they get a pass this year based on Absolutely. everything that has happened. Absolutely, Absolutely. They, they, man, they they gritted, and I was one of the ones that say, you know what, just lose out, lose out, and let's get a top ten pick. But in 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 hindsight, now that I'm looking at it, I probably shouldn't have said that. Um, you but, always want to win, Bobby. You always huh? and when you got a culture like this, and you yeah. have winners in the locker room, yeah. you always are striving to win. Forget about the draft I choice; agree. the draft picks will I take agree. care of themselves. I agree with you totally. So, you got a Jeff Ireland on board who brings in a Chauncey Gardner Johnson who they drafted in the third round. <laughs> I mean, that guy is a straight up player, and he he talks a lot, but he he backs it up. I don't care if you talk, but if you back it up, then that's a whole different deal. So that, that, that's the number one priority. Make sure Jeff Island doesn't walk out the door. I would agree. And that's been a long time coming. And you knew eventually it was going to happen again. Uh, you know, he was, a lot of people walked away from him when he, when he failed in Miami. Uh, Peyton gave him a second chance here. He's resurrected his career. You just got to look at the Saints. The, the, the reason why the Saints have turned this thing around is because of drafts. It isn't because yeah. of free agency. It's because of drafts. Now, they've been pretty good in selecting their free agents for the most part, but the drafts have gotten them back from the three, seven, and nine seasons. And you can point to the, the day Ireland walked in the door on when that, when that change happened. Man, look, elevate Loomis. Give him a fancy title. I agree with all of that. Elevate him to some kind. I don't care what kind of title you want to put on him. Give him more money and then elevate Jeff Ireland. Give him a raise. I totally Give him more that. say if you have to. I mean, you know, at the end of the day. Look, he works in, in collaboration with Peyton. And the one Absolutely. thing, again, that I've been told over and over again, Peyton trusts him. When they, get into a, when they get into a situation where they're talking about players, Peyton will defer to what's going on with Ireland. And if that's well, the that's truth, that well, then you don't want to let a guy like that go. And Sean Peyton, I don't know Sean Peyton, but from what I know of him, he's got a very strong personality. So that, that says a lot. Yep. Goes to show you, again, the respect that he has for him. 
Yeah. Now, look, this team's not far away. They're not. No. That's the good thing about no, no. this past season. You've seen a lot of young players that had a chance to play. Now, those guys might be your third and fourth receiver. They might be your, again, first guy off the bench on, when it comes to the offensive line. Those guys might be your rotational tackles on defense. But you saw a lot of, again, opportunity for you, some young guys to be able to emerge. You've seen the draft. You kind of know where your draft picks are as well. You know, when you look at Bond and Ellis, they're probably special teams guy. When you look at at, 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 um, at uh, uh, uh the, uh, the linebacker, Werner, he's probably going to be a guy that's going to be, again, getting to get a lot of time and, and will be the heir apparent to Quan Alexander. So you've seen a lot about what's going on here, but the main thing is they've got to get a franchise quarterback. Whether that's Winston or whoever it's going to be, that's the number one priority. Well, they, and they, 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 along with that, they need – if Michael Thomas can just get his act straight, man, and then go out and draft another receiver, then we're back. As long as we bring a, a quarterback in, you know, I, I, you know, who knows what's going to happen with Teron Olmstead, but right, hell, man, he's always hurt anyway. You know, that's the problem. I mean, again, I mean, can can you break off twenty million dollars to him, yeah. knowing you got Ramchek who can play left tackle for a guy that's always injured, and he's thirty. Oh. Now, again, I, most guys that are thirty and as a tackle in, in the NFL going into their prime, but he's been injured so much that yeah. again, that maybe that's the hesitation there. Bobby, yeah, always well. a pleasure, my man. Thanks so much for listening. Yeah. Appreciate right, the call right. here. That's Bobby and Slidell. Hey, don't forget about my friends over at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Of course, the Piazzas uh, have had the uh, Southern Tire since 1972. And I'm telling you right now, folks, you know it, I know it. We're native New Orleanians. Ain't no way you're going back to, again, a, 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 a car dealership, whether, again, it's a mechanic shop, a restaurant, if ultimately, again, they're not taking care of their customers. You don't hang around in New Orleans since 1972 doing business unless you're taking care of your customers. Honesty, okay? Uh, making sure that, again, they get the job done right. Also, again, ASC certified mechanics. The largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area. Something that will fit everyone's budget. Diagnostic equipment that rivals what the dealerships have. And, I, and I'll go on the limb and say even more diagno- modern diagnostic equipment than the dealership had. They've made that investment at Southern Tire. Also, again, you need a new set of wheels. Wheels and tires with 30 inches. And financing is available. And then, then of course, the Piazza family standing behind their work. Hickory and Airline in Menory open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Go to southerntire.com. Check out the large selection of tires they can do for you in terms of, again, fixing your car if, again, it breaks down for you. And, of course, that diagnostic page is a great way to find out uh, how you can troubleshoot what's wrong with your vehicle. That's Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Menory, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. Orleans Country, 106.1 Nash Icon is once again your home for New Orleans Privateers basketball. Tune in to Jude Young for all the action as UNO takes on top-rated college basketball teams, including local rivals and Southland Conference foes in their quest to win championships and return to the NCAA tournament. All season long, set sail with the UNO Privateers on New Orleans Country, 106.1 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by DuckDuckGo. Protect your privacy for free with DuckDuckGo. I bought football tickets for my husband's birthday, and now I'm in a football bubble. All I see online are articles and ads about football. I hate feeling manipulated. I downloaded DuckDuckGo and saw a difference right away. Take back your privacy online with DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. 10 eastbound, your delays are solid from Loyola to Williams. Delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to the high rise. 
Look out for delays that are solid on 10 westbound from Orleans to Canal. And delays pick back up on 10 westbound right at Clearview. Look out for delays on the 610 on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. Look out for delays if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway from Stumpf Boulevard to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. Look out for delays that are steady if you're traveling along the westbound side of the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. And delays pick back up on the West Bank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. And if you're traveling along the 310 on the southbound side, your delays are steady from just past Donaldsonville to the Booty Homa exit. I'm Ed Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhart will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Unwind from your daily routine with Vicks Vapo Bath or Vicks Vapo Shower and let those soothing Vicks Vapors help you relax. <sighs> Enjoy a Vicks Vapo moment wherever you choose. Look for Vicks Vapo Bath and Vicks Vapo Shower in a store near you. Don't forget about my friends at Dave Miet Insurance. Try D A V E M I L L E T I N S agency.com. Dave Miet course was uh, is an independent uh, insurance agency we'll search over 50 companies for coverage get you the best price 
you want to save, you call Dave at 504-556-0809. Again, you can um, check out the website, which is a one-stop shop for all your insurance needs. Uh, Set up an appointment to see Dave at his office on Veterans Next to Shogun. Or, again, call him at 504-556-0809. And um, do what I did. Again, let him take a look at your insurance and give you an insurance checkup. And uh, before you know it, again, Dave will be explaining to you, again, how you can save money. Uh, maybe he can get you a better policy at, 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 the, at, at, a, at a better rate. And, of course, then there's a service after the sale, which is second to none. Not happy with your insurance agency? Not happy, again, with your insurance agent? Why don't you call mine? That's Dave Miet at 504-556-0809. All right, uh, let's head to the guest line. Joining us on the program now from NOLA. Not yet? Okay, well, let me do another live before, before we go to Jeff Duncan then. And, of course, it gives me a chance to be able to fit in uh, another live from my friends over at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If you're in the market for a new air conditioning system or heating system, ask about Burkhardt's 25% energy reduction guarantee. That's right. That's on all new systems. Financing is available as well, folks, so you can finance it over time. Burkhardt will come out, sit down with you, do a consultation on what you're looking for, and when they come to your home or your business to be able to install that new system, they'll treat your home like their home. Again, uh, taking all the precautions necessary to make sure your your family's safe, but also, again, getting in there and doing the simple things like cleaning up after themselves, making sure that they're not a, they're not a, a nuisance. Look, it takes a day or so to put in a, a brand-new system. So, again, you got to have a little patience. At Burkhart, again, they make it almost painless for you to be able to have that new system installed in your home. For a company you can trust, it's Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. It's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. All right, we got Jeff Duncan. Thank you, thank you so much, Rudy, uh, of uh, NOLA.com and also Fox 8 Sports. You can check out um, Jeff's commentary on Fox 8 and, of course, uh, also as uh, on NOLA.com doing a great job. Jeff, how are you, bud? Doing good, Eric. How are you doing, man? Doing fantastic. How's the book doing, by the way? Oh, it's been great. Uh, had a great run of sales for the holidays and uh, hopefully it carries over into the new year. Let's hope, let's hope 2022 is better uh, than 2021 in every way this year yep no doubt now jeff for somebody that wants to wants to get a hold of the book how can they do it oh you can just uh, find it at any local bookstore i always encourage people to reach out locally and if not uh you can find it at amazon.com or you can certainly uh reach out to me on social media and i'll make sure i can take care of orders and get you one uh, personalized and signed and, and folks i'm telling you right now you think you know about the saints offense but you don't know until you sit down and read that book cover again, cover to cover. Uh, it is the insight that we've never seen into the Saints offense before. And, of course, you'll walk away again uh, having, having a lot more knowledge uh, and, and in terms of, again, understanding what's happening on game day, but also, again, with uh, friends and family. You know, just throw that knowledge out to them. Uh, and you get a lot of that from Jeff's book. Great job on the book, uh, Jeff. We really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, thanks, Eric. I, you know, I think it carries over whether Drew is still there or not. It still helps I agree. learn, you know, how Sean Payton operates and how that offense operates. Jeff, let's start with uh, with Jeff Ireland uh, on the short list for for Chicago. Uh, this has been kind of, uh, and, and we've been waiting on this the last couple of years. That again, there will be teams that might come out and try to maybe take a shot at him or Kai Harley. You know, I talked about this today on the program uh, that the last time there was a brain drain with the Saints, where you know they lost a lot of their front office player of uh, personnel that they had been grooming. They didn't, they weren't able to be able to replace those guys, and ultimately we saw three, seven, and nine seasons. Ireland has come over and has done a great job with college scouting. You see the difference in, in, in just the draft since he's been here. Um, 
What, what's your what's your impressions on what you think will happen? Will the Saints go out of the out of their way to try to give him more money? Maybe again, give him a bigger title, more uh, maybe a little bit more power, or is this something where again he's probably going to end up uh, with another team running that team uh, uh, than than staying with the Saints? What, what's your gut? Well, they've already you know kind of taken care of Jeff Ireland in the past. I mean, there's been teams that have come after him before. This isn't the first time. He's, you know, had overtures from teams last year alone, Carolina right. interviewed him. So I, I don't think it's, it's, it comes down to money or power with Jeff. I think it's a matter of uh, is, there, is he going to get an offer from another team and is it going to be the right fit? And there's a lot of positives about the Chicago Bears. Obviously, it's a, a steeped in tradition organization, a blue blood franchise. Uh, they have a high uh, drafted, highly drafted quarterback there. You have a very good defense to build around. So there's a lot of things I can see why it would be attractive, but then there's also some negatives. I mean, it's been somewhat of a poorly run organization the last decade, decade and a half. Uh, ownership there is certainly not uh, as highly regarded as it used to be in the Hallis days. So, uh, you know, I would be surprised if Jeff Ireland, if he got uh, that offer, if he took it. I just don't, I don't feel like, Chicago would be, say, as good a fit as, say, uh, the New York Giants. If they came a call, and, and as far as I know, they haven't yet, but I think the stability of the New York Giants would be much more attractive to him than Chicago. But he does have history in Chicago with his mm-hmm. grandfather having worked there, and he was a ball boy at one time. So that might, that might have some influence if it came down to it. Who's in the wings waiting if Jeff Ireland moves on? That would be, I think, an open – proposition. I mean, I think, to be honest with you, I think Ryan Pace would be a very strong candidate uh, that just left Chicago. And that's one of the reasons why I think it would be a little bit of a surprise if Chicago just fired Ryan Pace who came to them from the Saints organization and then would turn around and hire Jeff Ireland from the Saints. That would, I don't know how that would sell in Chicago. Um, I think that would be the right thing to do. I I certainly Mm -hmm. wouldn't change my mind about Jeff Ireland, but they're, they're right now in so poorly thought of locally, uh, the antagonistic relationship they have with the local media. Uh, that's why I, I think that's working against Jeff Ireland right now. What about Kai Harley? Well, I mean, Kai Harley comes from the business side, and, and you know, you don't see a lot of that happening lately. That's not the trend in the NFL uh, to hire a GM from the business side. It does happen, but more often than not, we're seeing um, – you know, we're seeing that come from the personnel side. Uh, so I would be surprised if Kai Harley, you know, I know it won't be surprised if he gets some interviews, but I'll be surprised, if, uh, you know, if he ends up leaving this year just because I, I think he's early in the process of becoming an NFL GM. What about the coaches? Again, we've heard, uh, again, obviously that maybe Dennis Allen might be on, might, might get some interviews. Um, uh, Darren Rizzi's done a great job with the special teams. Um you look down the line again. This is a great teaching staff. Um, you know, uh, are, are there uh, Pete Carmichael again has always been mentioned as a possibility of moving on as another offensive coordinator elsewhere. Uh, are the Saints in danger of, of possibly losing coaches in this offseason? Oh, I don't think there's any doubt about it. I mean, when you're having success like the Saints have, there's always going to be some level of turnover. Uh, I think Ryan Nielsen will be a very popular candidate, not only at the NFL level as a coordinator, potentially uh, in college. Uh, he, he's an extremely good coach. And, 
I think he's going to be one of the more attractive candidates on the staff. I would be shocked if Dennis Allen isn't at least getting interviewed. I'm surprised so far. We haven't seen his name pop up yet. Uh, the job he's done, the fact that he's been a head coach. Uh, there's some other defensive coordinator candidates out there getting interviews that don't have the qualifications of Dennis Allen right now. So it's somewhat surprising. Uh, and then, look, if something ever did, I think, uh, happen with Sean Payton, if he did elect to retire, if he did elect to you know, move on, uh, I think Dennis Allen would be the number one candidate in the building to replace him. I know he's got a good relationship with Mickey Loomis, and uh, he's highly valued in the Saints organization. So there might be some of that, and some teams might think Dennis Allen is just waiting in the wings to become the head coach of the Saints down the road. It's funny you mentioned Sean Payton. I've kind of uh, shut down any type of um, comments on social media about Payton moving on to another organization simply because, again, Payton runs the Saints. And, and, and look, yes, he answers to, to, to Loomis. Yes, he answers to, um, uh, to Gail Benson. But for the most part, he runs the New Orleans Saints. Uh, he's built a, 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 a damn good organization and a defense that is, again, a, a top-five defense. All he's got to do is get that quarterback and tweak that offense, and this team is right back in it. Do you see any any possibility that Sean Payton is, is, gets an offer and ends up elsewhere? Well, it would have to be, first of all, somebody would have to trade for him, and then Mickey Loomis would have to okay him leaving. I mean, there's a lot of things that would have to happen. He's under sure. contract with the Saints through 2026. So I don't see any way that happens. Uh, now, what would be a more likely scenario would be if Sean Payton just felt burnt out and said, you know what, I'm retiring. I need to take a year or two away from, from this grind. I've been doing it for 16 years in New Orleans. Uh, I, you know, that would be a, a slim possibility, and I think more of a possibility than Sean Payton leaving to go somewhere else to coach. Jeff Duncan, Noel.com, and also Fox 8 Sports is, on, is with us. Toronto Umstead, $13 million in dead money. Final year of his deal. He's a free agent at the end, uh, at the, uh, at the end as the season has ended. Uh, is he back with the Saints next year? I don't think anybody knows that. I don't think Teron knows that. I don't think the Saints know that. I mean, uh, the fact that he's not been signed to an extension, I think, is very notable, noteworthy. Uh, he's your left tackle, your, your, one of your elite players on the team. And instead, the Saints locked up Ryan Ramchek. So I think that speaks volumes to where the Saints stand. I, I think it'll be a very similar situation that we saw, say, last year with Trey Hendrickson, uh, where the Saints will have a number and they'll want him back, but uh, Mickey Loomis is not going to go above that number that he thinks fair. And uh, if Teron Armstead can get a better deal somewhere else, uh, I think he'll be playing somewhere else. But I, I do know that they value him and want him back, but at the right price. And what price is that? for a guy that, uh, you know, when he's healthy, is easily one of the five best left tackles in the league, but he's just not healthy very often. He's missed at least six games for the last at least. Uh, yeah, six years. So mm -hmm. that's a third-year season. Hard to pay a guy elite tackle money, which would be $20 million a year, roughly. Um, so I, I don't know how that's going to play out. I think that's going to be a very interesting to watch. Marcus Williams, uh, according to rumors, was offered a top-five contract uh, by, uh, at the safety position by the Saints and turned it down last year. Uh, and, of course, the Saints franchise tagged him. Uh, what's your, what is your, uh, your gut on what happens with Marcus Williams this year? 
Well, I, again, I don't, I don't think we know. I, I think he had a good year. I don't think he had an incredible year. I, I think he's going to have a market, but um, I know the Saints. I know Dennis Allen in particular highly values him in their defensive scheme. But, again, I, I think they're a long way apart in what Marcus Williams and his representation think he's worth and what the Saints think he's worth. Uh, so we'll see how that plays out. You know, he's a guy that is very polarizing. You know, there's a lot of people that believe uh, because he's young and so athletic that he has uh, even a high, uh, higher upside than some players. Uh, but the production has not been great at times. And, uh, you know, I think the safety position sometimes in this league is, is not as highly valued. The Saints have some depth in the secondary. Uh, they would certainly – miss Marcus Williams if he left, but they've got enough good players where I think they could overcome that if he were to leave. I don't think it would be devastating. If, if Teron Armstead left, I think he'd have some serious drop-off. He'd probably have to move around. Ram check the left mm-hmm. tackle and yes. go with Landon Young, the young right tackle that they've got. Um, but um, we'll, we'll see how it plays out. Those are those are the two top priorities, no question, oh, yeah. going into this. Uh, and, and, of course, the biggest priority is, what you're going to do at quarterback. Look, uh, Jeff, you know from the access you've handed in writing the book and, of course, your years of covering the New Orleans Saints, you've been in that building for two years and you've been working with, with Peyton at the quarterback position. He's got a book on you. He knows who you are by now. What do you think their, their feelings are for Jameis Winston? You know, I don't know. I mean, I think the body of work is so limited that, you know, it's hard to tell what they've got. I, I know this. I know he's done everything right. Uh, he, you know, he's extremely well liked in the locker room. Extremely well liked by the coaching staff, by by the football operations staff. Everyone likes Jameis Winston. Fans like him too. Uh, I think he's the kind of guy that you can win with, especially with this roster. But if you have a chance to upgrade at any position, you're going to upgrade. And so I think that's that's where I think it falls with Jameis Winston. It's not that the Saints don't like him and they're moving on. And it's not like that they're you know, 100% committed to him. I think they look around and say, okay, here's, here's a guy that we've seen what he can do uh, at least for five or six games, five games. And uh, what else is out there? If we can get better, we'll get better. And, and I think that's where they look at this quarterback position going into the offseason. There's a wide open market that they want to turn over every rock, whether it's free agency, the draft, the trade market and see if they can get better at that position, just like they would any, any mm-hmm. other position, but especially at quarterback. I don't think Sean Payton wants to go through another year at quarterback like he just went through. I agree. I agree with that. Now, based on uh, what you know about Sean Payton, your time with him, do you think he has a, a favorite quarterback out there that he would like to bring in, if possible? You know, we keep hearing the name David Carr, Garoppolo's out there as well. Of course, we heard about Wilson and obviously, you know, again, um, uh, the guy up in Green Bay, uh, if, if those are even possible. But, again, when you look at the Cars and the Garoppolo's, those might be possible. Is there an affinity there for, for, the, for those two quarterbacks? Well, I, I know he likes Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, we know that he's not been on record about that. I mean, they, they wanted to draft him out of Eastern right. Illinois and, and got beat to the punch. But he's with – the 49ers right now, we don't know what's going to happen uh, in San Francisco if he becomes available via trade. Uh, same thing with Derek Carr. I mean, these are – I've always found this to be a lot of kind of fool's gold in, in these quarterbacks. I mean, it happened last year, Eric. Remember everybody mm-hmm. was talking about Russell Wilson and sure. Aaron Rodgers, and they all ended up back right where they were. I mean, you hear a lot of this talk. 
Well, if you got uh, so, a great quarterback, you don't let him go, right? I mean, yeah, you don't I mean, let him out the, the building league, if you if you can't help it. Right. I mean, the whole league's trying to find franchise right. quarterbacks. If you've got one, you, you don't trade one away. So, I, I, you know, I'm I'm kind of in the boat of, um, you know, I believe it when I see it. But in the case of Jimmy Garoppolo, there's at least a history there where we know the Saints had a high grade on him coming out of college, and we know that the 49ers just made a tremendous investment to trade up to get Trey Lance. So uh, we've seen these things happen before with Alex Smith and, and Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City where Alex Smith was a starter and then they moved on. But I don't know if we've seen – I don't know if you can say Trey Lance is for sure – uh, you know, the next Patrick Mahomes. I mean, I think everyone in Kansas City probably saw Patrick Mahomes in practice that year, his rookie year, when he was sitting behind Alex Smith, and they said, we're moving on pretty quickly to this guy, whereas that's not the case, I think, with Trey Lance, who seems like he could at least be another year away. Final question for you. Is Michael Thomas a Saint next year? All indications right now are that he will be. But, um, you know, I think that that's another – decision they're going to have to make. I've heard nothing but positive things about his rehab, his attitude, his relationship with the organization. So to me, at this point, it would be a surprise if he, if he were to move on, but it wouldn't shock me just given some of the incidents and the history that, that's there. Um, but right now, I would say most likely he'll be back. Jeff, always a pleasure, my friend. Thanks so much for joining us. Certainly appreciate the time you give us on radio and TV. Uh, once again, tell the folks about the book, how they can get it, what you got coming up for us uh, in the paper, and how folks can follow you on social media. Yeah, look, look, my colleagues and I have a, have a roundtable answering a lot of these same questions, uh, more, maybe more in-depth in, in the time speaking over the next few days. So look for that on Nova.com. And then I'll have a quarterback, uh, quarterback column coming up over the weekend, similar to what we just talked about, Eric, about – you know, what, what options do the Saints have and maybe what direction might they go in? That, that should be for Sunday in the Times begin. And, and, of course, the book is available where? Yeah, you can get it um, any local bookstore. I would definitely uh, suggest getting it to paperback right now so it's a little cheaper as the mm-hmm. updated epilogue with Drew Brees' last season. And uh, if you're not, just reach out to me on social media at JeffDuncan underscore, and uh, we'll make sure we get one in your hands. Thanks for the time, as always, my friend. Certainly appreciate it. Thank you, Eric. Take care, buddy. Jeff Duncan, NOLA.com, and also Fox 8, uh, doing a great job. All right, folks, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Look, you come home, uh, whether, again, it's, it's one of those warm New Orleans days, or, again, we get that little bit of, uh, of January uh, uh, cold, right? I want to say cool, and the heater's not working. And you're like, you know, what am I going to do? Okay, uh, wife's howling at you. Kids are screaming. You need, you need help. Call Burkhardt. They'll be there for you. They got somebody on call all the time. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business, and they're never going to gouge you, never going to cheat you, only doing the work that's necessary. They're authorized to service all brands in the industry. So, again, when you're, when you're in, in, in need and you need help, think Burkhardt. It's pretty easy. acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppenheim. 
At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Friend? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry right, mouth, ringing finished. in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe. Causeway I 10 in Metairie. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhart will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. A new year comes with new excitement, new ambitions, new milestones. Is this the year you pop the question, have a child, celebrate a major anniversary? At Diamonds Direct, we're here for you, now more than ever. With our vast selection of exquisite hand-picked diamonds, our world-renowned designer jewelry collections, our industry-leading warranties and guarantees, and our people. People with a passion for helping you mark any occasion with something that's both meaningful and timeless. And our commitment to providing exceptional value is stronger than ever in the new year. Whether you're just starting out on a tight budget or whether you're splurging on that 30th anniversary gift, Diamonds Direct will make sure you get the price that you expect from America's premier direct diamond importer. Welcome to a new year and welcome to Diamonds Direct, where extreme value combines with the ultimate luxury shopping experience to create that truly magical moment for the milestones in your life. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. On Severn Avenue, across from Lakeside Mall. You don't want to mess with the IRS. They have the power to garnish your paycheck, levy your bank accounts, and even take your home or business. That's all true. But thankfully, they're offering a way out. The Fresh Start Initiative. If you qualify, you could save thousands. The experts at Optima Tax Relief will fight to get you the best deal possible. And they have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau to prove it. Call Optima for your free consultation. Call 800-845-8122. 800-845-8122. Optima Tax Relief. For details, visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. All right. Welcome back. I want to thank our guests today, uh, Jeff Duncan, Gold.com, and Fox 8, and Mike Triplett of ESPN. The podcast will be up about 20 minutes after the program ends on your favorite podcasting platform because we are everywhere. And, of course, Anchor is our home base. I want to thank all the sponsors that sponsor our program. Please continue to support those fantastic sponsors. Go to ericasher.com for a slideshow to sponsor, sponsor our program. 
and click on the icon, everything you need to know about those sponsors right there for you at ericasher.com. Also want to thank Rudy back at studio, producing the program. Thanks, Rudy. Also want to thank you for listening. We've got a lot of choices out there. Thanks so much for tuning in. Certainly appreciate you checking out the program. Also, Sean Vazan joins me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. you got to stick around and check that out this week. And uh, coming up next, it's my good friend Jude Young with All Access, which leads you right into UNO basketball. It's been a blast, New Orleans. Enjoy your evening. See you tomorrow straight up 4 o'clock. My name is Eric Asher. From the dog catch to the governor, they all got to go. <laughs>